0: Do you believe in accountable love? Hello, welcome to Accountable Love, home of the Love Snobs, where a lover's group journey. My name's Aziz. I'm Jerry. And today we're going to talk about searching for reasons to stay. (laughs) Home of the Love Snobs, Love Snobs, Love Snobs. Love snobs have surfaced. You know, the people that actually use honesty to communicate. The genuine friends that refuse to let you feel sorry for yourself. Yes, those people.
1: You know, the friends that collect your tears every time life makes your eyes ring. The love snobs, the people that don't allow you to settle. Support your dreams, but don't support you sleeping with just anybody.
0: You know, the friends that are so judgmental they ask you to stay away from negative people and encourage you to surround yourself with positive people.
1: Yes, that friend. The friends that love you even when you refuse to love yourself. You, you know, know, the, the love snobs.
0: As everybody knows, we have our uh, Let's Talk relationships every Monday at 9 on Zoom and Facebook Live. And, you know, we really have in-depth discussions regarding, you know, how to be accountable in love, regarding how to be better parents, regarding how to be better friends, be and better you know, partnerships, romantic partnerships. And one thing we see is a lot of people looking for reasons to stay, like re- reasons to maintain unhealthy relationships. Do you think you experience the same thing?
1: Well, yeah, people basically, when they're not truly ready to leave, they justify staying in, within the relationship. So whether it's, you know, I wasn't the same person that they met and I switch things up myself or just as simple as they're just not ready to move forward but we find that a lot of people are not totally honest about that either with themselves because that's where it starts right where they're not really truly honest about I'm in this place with this person is not the healthiest or maybe they don't even realize it's not healthy but they just know that it's not going in the direction that they want it to go but yet they don't have the courage the strength to let it go. And honestly, like when we have these discussions, it's not like we don't, it's not like we we advise anyone to say to, to just up and leave the relationship if things are not going their way, right? It's about, sorry, it's about, it's about work. It's about, it's about having the discussion. It's about starting the discussion. And then based on that discussion, making the necessary adjustments if needed. But yeah, I think it starts with people being honest with themselves.
0: Definitely. If we're real about if we even being real about it, like we don't have to always say, always say we're not our goal is not to have people leave because we're relationship builders. So obviously we're really we're advocates on people who actually maintaining healthy and equal relationships and togetherness. So the biggest thing, the biggest reason we see to leave is when you're in an abusive relationship, when you're in a counterproductive relationship, when your relationship isn't going anywhere, and you kind of come to the realization that it's not going anywhere, and then when we're giving you opportunities or giving you advice on how to walk away from the relationship, then it's, it becomes a, you know, but I did this, oh, but I did that, or it wasn't always like this. But you kind of know when you walk in or you're having a discussion, that you start off giving the, the um, basically giving the the um idea that your relationship is 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 over, like you giving the indication. Excuse me, that's what I wanted to say. Giving the indication that your relationship's over, and we're listening. And then when you know it's time to now, it's a reality. Like people are agreeing with you. Like yeah, you might need to pull the plug and you might need to walk away from that relationship. Now you're giving a hundred reasons on why I should stay. I mean,
1: we all have done it. Well, I mean, the reason why, to go back to what you said about us being relationship builders, that is absolutely 100% true. Definitely. But when you're challenging someone to do something that they're not comfortable with, they t- they tend to forget that, you know what I mean? Or, because they know that, you know in your gut, you know, you know when you should be moving on from a relationship. And most people don't want to face that reality. So they just come up with all these things in between, like, you know, I... You know, I don't just want to cut them off, but that's not what we're saying. So that's why I want to say that too, because yes, we are one hundred percent relationship builders, and we believe in building relationships, and that's that. That starts with having the hard discussions. But at the same time, when people don't are not prepared to do what they what they should do, right, or what they should do that's in the benefit of everyone, they everyone becomes the enemy. You know what I mean? And it, and and they 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 go to the extreme of I don't want to cut them off when that's not even anything that that's not even the advice that we're giving
0: definitely the reason i made that clear obviously is because we don't said it on other podcasts like our aim is not just to cut people off our aim is not to create distance so we said it before so it's like we're gonna keep saying it because we don't want people it comes off as we don't want people to think oh we're saying t- turn your back turn your back turn your back that's far from the case but we don't have to continuously say that because it's in our titles and our title of our business is in the title of why we, you know, why we do this and why we're big on relationship building. It's obvious, you know, when we're telling you to walk away, because we always talking about have a discussion first, you know, really make sure, exhaust your possibilities, make sure that, you know, this is what you really want to do. Make sure that you're not, you're not the one hindering the relationship and you're running from somebody that's positive or somebody that's good, or you're running from a situation just because it got a little hard or a little shaky. You know, really have the discussion, see the other person's perspective, see the other person's point of view, and then see if it's worth it's worth maintaining. By the time we're telling you to walk away, is because it's it's far gone, it's abusive. We already see that you don't trust the person. You really don't want to be around the person anymore. You really, you know, you 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 resent the person. You know, you're in a, you're in a point of really no return. And to actually maintain, if you can maintain a friendship, would we'll be perfect. Or if y'all are friends and you can maintain a cordialness, we'll be perfect. You know, if y'all have things in common still, that, or c- common friends, if y'all make that decision, then, you know, we're now saying, okay, you can still salvage some portion of the relationship by pulling the plug before it gets nasty or before it gets ugly or before it becomes really, really nasty. You know what I mean? So when we are giving, when we are advising people to walk away, it's basically because of that because we know that you're, you're still in years from your life by maintaining that relationship.
1: Yeah. And also, you know, the one thing that we did that I've noticed, not even in our just less talks, just overall in general, is that when people want to keep someone around, they look for the good in them. Definitely. They search for the good in them. And when people don't want people around, they, the what, what they don't want to deal with is glaring. Like they, they, they see right through it. So I think that if you are a person that is in any relationship, and you're like, at least they show up, at least they come home, you know, you starting with the at least they do certain (laughs) things, or, Mm. you know, "He's, he's a good guy, he's nice, and not really have anything to back that up, then you should really think like, damn, am I really truly holding on to this relationship for all the wrong reasons? I think that's a real big indicator of holding on when you probably shouldn't be holding on Definitely. because you should explain why everyone is in your life. You should explain why you want people in your life. And, you know, I get it. Like sometimes things are not always as clear or, you know, you're not able to articulate it in the best way, but you should you should be able to, to explain it. And if you are grasping for straws and coming up with these weird reasons why they're good people and that you should keep them around, then that should be sign number one that you need to reflect and think why they're truly in your life.
0: Definitely, but- whole, To get back on track, the whole point of the, the podcast is to say, if you are looking for reasons, it's probably reasons to stay. You probably should leave. Like mm. you really don't have to look for reasons when somebody is coming up and somebody's showing up every day and somebody's solid and somebody's healthy and somebody's equal. And somebody, you know, brings value to your life, you really don't have to look for reasons to continue to stay. The yeah, reasons are obvious. So that's why the topic is just so so great, because we want people to go, okay, yeah, let me let me turn this podcast on. I'm looking for reasons. But if you are looking for reasons, there's probably a big issue. You probably should be walking away. You should probably be looking for reasons why you need to leave, you know what I mean? And why you need to move on. So that's one thing we have a clear understanding of. Like when you're fighting for your relationship is because y'all have issues, you see all the reasons to stay, but you know, y'all know have an issue that y'all really just can't get over or y'all can't get past or y'all have a hard time getting past. So you find mediators, whether they're your friends, whether they're a family member, whether you reach out for help or for services. You know what I mean? Like regardless of the fact, you know that it's something that's glaring, but you see all the reasons to stay. When you're searching for reasons to truly stay, and you probably should be leaving. So that, I think that's the overall point of everything. Like we always find like I, I noticed that it's easier to justify poor behavior. As, you know, like like we always say, people say, you know you're being human. So what's all other people that's not falling short on a regular basis, or not, you know running into these felonies that's just destroying relationships, being selfish, things of that nature? on a regular basis, who are those people and what are those people? Are they not human? Are they extraordinary? And we say this all the time, Mm -hmm. but we notice that the quote unquote extraordinary people are looked at as the judgmental people and the people that's hard to be around and the people that really are not in our best interest. But when we sit back and we really look at it, those are the people that we should be staying around because they see the best in us. Mm -hmm. They don't give us passes. They know that you you can do better and they know that, you know, they know that they deserve better. So they, they have this standard already in place and they have a clear understanding that we can you can definitely do better, which shows that they're in your best interest because they believe in you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Part two is they know they can get better. So they're not going to settle for nothing less than what that better is.
1: Well, I think, you know, you are the company that you keep and people kind of stay around those people that believe that you know, when they're four short, they're only being human because it doesn't set the bar really high, right? Like you and I just had a conversation earlier today when we talked about, you know, I was, you know, being put in in situations, well, not being in situations where we were all kind of self-centered. I was just less, less self-centered than everyone else, right? And then when I, I was pushing for togetherness, they're looking at me like, they're doing what they're doing, but I'm just a little bit more than they are, right? So I surrounded myself around those people because it was easy for me at that time to kind of do my own thing, come together when needed, but basically kind of move to my own beat, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think people typically are around people that are similar to who they are, right? Because if they if they fall short, they want to pass too. They want to hear that they're only human. But if they're around people that don't fall short, then they're the ones being judged or they're the ones that are it's,
0: it's a, huh? judgment they're being held to the standard that they
1: will well so so yes i was gonna say they're the ones that feel judged because they're being held to a standard mm-hmm. and that's why they stay around those people that are that believe that not falling short means that they're just being human and that's
0: life definitely i mean but we, we we can really touch on, you know, a lot of things like it's based on, we you have a great understanding of your standards will dictate the relationships you're in, right? So if you believe, if you're not big on, you know, sex being an or be all, when somebody cheats on you nine times out of 10 sexually and physically, you're not going anywhere because you don't hold sex to a high standard, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So you're more inclined to accept that. and. What I do agree with when people say don't judge, when you're actually advising somebody, which we know as relationship builders, you have to understand what their, their standards are. Yeah. And that's the key to really judge people based on their standards, based on the promises they make, based on the agreements that they honor. Not really based on what you think is right or wrong, but based on what y'all collectively said was right or wrong. And now that's not letting people off the hook because we all know what health is as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all know what it means to being a healthy relationship. We all know that eating a bunch of sugar is not as healthy as eating vegetables. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they are universal judgment calls you can make and you can challenge people on universally. But when it comes to like going back to what I was saying regarding cheating, you know, like if they physically don't really hold cheating as, you know, a felony like another person would, then it's a misdemeanor. So they're always going to believe they can get past that. but the main thing is, if you're now saying, I could get past it, but you still find yourself truly searching for reasons to stay, then you're not going to truly get past it. Because you're searching for all the reasons to stay when you feel like you should walk. So yeah. obviously, when that person, like you could have assumed that you wouldn't care if they physically cheated. But once they did, and they broke the trust and they fractured the relationship, it might be deeper than the physical bond. It might be the fact that they didn't tell you. It might be the fact that you had to find out on your own. It might be deeper uh, a deep a deep rooted issue that broke your relationship. And if you have to find a certain, a bunch of reasons that past reasons or even superficial reasons to stay, it's not worth saving a relationship. But if you're like, okay, this person's an honorable person, this person steps up and I need to step up, if you truly could have a clear understanding of why you're staying and why you're working on a relationship, because there's more pros than cons and like the pros triple the cons. And this person you really truly felt made, felt made a mistake or you really truly felt that they was a, like it was maybe collateral damage. Maybe you felt like the relationship was going sideways and they, they did a coward move. But you overall don't see them as a coward. You just believe that that was a coward move in that particular portion of their life. And I can see a person putting putting forth the effort into trying to build the relationship back up. But if you're like looking, oh, well, you know, he's nice to me, like you said in the beginning. Like all these superficial spiritual words, he respects me and he's nice to me. And he, where a person can come back and say, if he's so nice to you, why didn't he tell you? If he's so, if he respects you, why didn't he feel like he can come to you and talk to you? If like, and then they're mad at the person challenging them. But when you're giving bad reasons to stay, people are going to have good reasons why you should leave. But when you truly have good reasons or you really truly dealing with a person of strong integrity and you feel that they fall short once or twice in the relationship and you can really justify why you're working towards staying in the relationship, people won't have as many good reasons for you to leave because they can see the honor in the human being you're you're around. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a friend or or, or a partner.
1: Well, yeah, those are all very helpful things to be mindful of because... It's so easy to get caught up in, it's so easy It's so easy to get caught up in the idea of a relationship and not really living within that relationship. You know, like we coexist with so many people and we put years in and time and everything else that comes with it. And sometimes we like, it's not that it's scary. It is like sometimes people are scared to make that, to, to have those conversations, to have, because they know that they're going to have to make some decisions and it's because you know we put in the time we put in the energy but that's all the more reason why you should have the conversation that's all the more reason why you should know who's in your life and why they're in your life and it shouldn't be for some BS reason that sounds good for the moment but is that reason going to add to the foundation and the strength of the relationship somebody just showing up every day is not is not enough right it shouldn't be enough but like you said if you if that is a standard of yours. If you just say, you know, I just want somebody who's present, who's, who's, who's around but not present, then that may work for you, right? But if you want somebody who is, um, so knowing your standards and knowing, knowing your standards is very important so that you know, basically how you, how you can, how you should be holding somebody else accountable within the relationship. Without that, it doesn't really go hand in hand. Like it sounds good, like like you, like you said, I could have someone who is cheating on me, but I may mean, not think cheating is a big deal, right? So I may not leave them, right? And and but somebody else may do, may leave them because cheating is a big deal to them. So I think that in order for you to know whether or not you're holding on to a relationship for all the wrong reasons, it, you need to go back and think about what you truly believe. What are your beliefs? What do you believe in? What are some of the things that you're holding each other accountable for? And then that would let you de- that would let you determine whether or not you're holding on for all the wrong reasons.
0: Definitely. Going back to, you know, basically going back to what you're saying, your point, to add to your point. I mean, even so- sometimes we realize that we didn't start the relationship off correctly. You know what I mean? Like we didn't really lay down our core values. We really didn't build build our relationship up right and we didn't do it the right way. But at the same time, the core value of of a person will shine no matter how the relationship was was started. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes because we we didn't do our part in certain aspects, we still think it's okay to stay in a negative relationship as well. You know what I mean? So we justify through that sometimes, like oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't always honest and I wasn't always this. Just because there's two wrongs, don't mean it, it makes it right. So doesn't mean it makes that the right person for you. You know what I mean? Because you got to ask yourself, why did you do this? Why did? Because both of y'all cheated don't make out the right type of people to be around each other. You know what I mean? There must be something missing in both parties where you feel you have to go out and search for companionship in other places. You know what I mean? Maybe it has nothing to do with the other person. Maybe it has something to do with you as a singular person. So maybe that's just a sign you need to be single. It's just a sign that
1: you need need to move
0: on in general and take some time to really figure out what you want in a partner or what you want in a friend and really allow that friend or that partner to go find somebody who actually is gonna value. It. It's actually, you know, people, a person that's actually gonna value you and, or value them. And, you know, sometimes you have to say, like we all know the per- the person, I mean, I've been that person, you know, me and you broke up because I had to tell you, listen, we weren't, when we were younger, I had to pull the plug and really, It's because you needed to really search for what you wanted because you really truly at that particular time wasn't ready for a long-term relationship because you were still trying to explore and figure out if I was the end or be all or, you know, if there was somebody still out there for you, you still wanted to, you know, live a certain way without having a restriction, quote unquote, restriction of a commitment. Uh Right. So we've been there. We've been friends where we weren't friends anymore because you felt you know, maybe I'm too spiritually deep. Maybe I'm asking, you know, I'm asking questions that, you know, you feel at a younger age we shouldn't be even worried about. And you still want to just mindlessly or, you know, or you just want to have different types of discussions. They don't even have to be mindless, but you want to have different types of discussions. So we've been there uh-huh. where I had to pull the plug when you probably should have been pulling the plug or you probably should have stepped up as a friend and was like, listen, I'm not in a great place. To do X, Y, and Z, I had to witness it for myself and make the decision. Even though I was in a decent place, I had to make the decision for the both of us, so we can actually move on and figure out what's gonna go, what's gonna go on going forward. Because mm-hmm. I knew I deserved better, and I knew, you know, if I wasn't the person for you, you deserve better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So at some point, we always encourage people to be honest about where you at. Be honest about where you're at in your relationship. Have the discussions. Be vulnerable. Be vocal. But at the same time, we got to sit back and really think about, are we being the best we can be? And is that why we're searching for reasons to stay with this person that's not the best for us? You get what I'm saying? And that's still not a good enough reason to stay.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to add to your point. too. So, you know, you made the point of, you know, we started out wrong. Like I cheated, you cheated, whatever the case may be. But no, not it, us.
0: Huh? This is
1: talking about our relationship.
0: Oh no 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 no! Sorry, <laughs> not
1: not us. I'm saying uh, with the hypothetical couple. Okay. Um, the example. But I, I would like to say that there's sometimes when you start off a relationship and you don't really, you're not really truly honest about what you want, right. and you don't really, you're not really truly honest about what you believe in. So you kind of you start this relationship going with the flow, and then things kind of just kind of grow organically. And then you want to sprinkle in, well, I believe this and I believe that. And the other person's looking at you like, what the hell are you even talking about right now? Mm-hmm. So, and then you think, well, I shouldn't force them into this way because I wasn't totally honest about what I wanted. Yeah. And I think that that's, it doesn't have to be anything tragic, like infidelity, lying or all that other stuff, but you just not putting everything on the table saying, this is what I truly want and start the relationship without going with the flow and feeling guilty about that. So I think that that's, I mean, I've done it. In the past you know what i mean like i wasn't it's it's you don't really kind of know where, it, where it's going and it's so i wouldn't say difficult but i used to have a hard time with being that person that would late wanted to lay everything out because people like that get a bad rap like people want like you too deep was well, not that serious i just met you like get out of here you know what i mean mm-hmm. and instead of me well instead of being who i am now like oh you don't want to have that conversation you're not the person for me i would kind of dumb down so that i can still connect with them just so that we can see if there was a connection when you realize that there is no connection, you know what I mean? And so I think that that's really important as well, just knowing what you want and leading with that. And not, and, and the minute that you realize it, you should be able to say it and, take, and, and, and be honest. Like, listen, I kind of got caught up in, you know, the attraction, the vibe, the chemistry, the this, the that, the third, and um, things got a little bit away from me, but I want to take things a step back and have that conversation, and I think there's nothing wrong with renegoti- re- renegotiating the contract of your, your relationship.
0: Definitely, I think you made a great point. Like the greatest, the greatest infidelity, the greatest infidelity is the changing of faith. Mm-hmm. Like when you just change your faith on your partner, and your partner has one faith, and they're focused one way, and they're designated. I think that's the guarantee. Like when you're really having a solid partnership, or you're really having a solid friendship. It's because y'all really are ingrained in the same faith, the same belief system, have similar core values. And then all these other things are different that make y'all the same. they pick up pieces where it actually strengthens y'all relationship as opposed to it just being different, meaning I don't like it, but it's different. It's different in a way where, you know, you cook, I clean. We're both working towards something progressive for the house. You know what I mean? So there's two differences, but they actually work towards a common goal. So that's why we are friends and that's why we get in a partnership. And I like that you said, it doesn't have to be infidelity. It doesn't have to be abuse. It doesn't have to be all, it's just be absent of thought where you really signed on for a, a, a faith in the relationship agreements within the relationship and you don't want to honor them anymore. It could be just that simple where you yeah. can the relationships and the agreements, but at the same time, we have the, we, we also have the people that are in the relationship. And when you're now talking like your friends, your, your your partner is asking you, why are you friends with this person? And you really don't have a reason, but you still won't get rid of that person. Like we have those people that there's an understanding too, where there's just pure silence. And then you're mad at the person for asking these questions, but you have no answers. So I think the biggest thing is when you are searching for reasons, sometimes not having reasons <laughs> is the reason. Yeah, that too. That somebody's calling you out and you really don't have the reason why you still have that person in your life but the fact that y'all did 10 years together or y'all did 12 years together or you know y'all both like the same movies or you know we like they're, they're really really surface surface level things but you don't even know their children's names you don't even know their children's birthdays you don't even know their you know you don't know the ins and outs of their relationships you don't care about their other relationships you don't even ask them you know what I mean like y'all grew apart over the years and don't even realize it, but y'all holding on because, you know, y'all want to call it a sisterhood or a brotherhood or we're like family. Yeah, but you don't hang out with your family. Like unless the they're friends, friends. You don't hang out with unless they're your friends. Mm-hmm. So you can still have them as a family member. That's what we always talk about. Like, everybody looks at the extreme of it. You just demote the relationship. You know, we still want to look out for each other. We still want to be there for each other. if We need to call on somebody. We still want to You know utilize each other for the positives that we bring to each other's lives but at the same time we're not going to hang out anymore we're not going to be committed to one another anymore in that way because we're not friends nor are we um romantic partners anymore so we have to really figure that out and really understand what's the standard of friend because yeah the other friends that work are working hard than this friend is going to call you out Mm -hmm. the spouse that asks you that question you know why are you still friends with this person It's really looking at you like you might not even understand why you with me. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It it hurts who you are as a person and whether you believe or whether the person's honest about the fact that they look at you having a lack of a backbone or lack of integrity or lack of leadership or lack of decision making, they are starting to look at you different because they have those questions and you don't have answers. So yeah, we have in this podcast because we want people to really start, thinking about why they're in the relationships they in. And if you don't have, like what we what we said, you don't have reasons, then probably the relationship needs that, we need to have a discussion about how strong the relationship actually is. If we have superficial reasons, and they're all superficial, nothing that's going to hold a person accountable or hold a person together, or we don't share even two or three core values, then we really need to examine our relationships. You get what I'm saying? So we really need to get to a point where we're having these discussions and we're not justifying, you know, staying and talking about life is short. So you stay in a bad situation where life is short should be motivating you to leave a, a bad situation. You know what I mean? So, you know, why do you stay? I mean, in your past, I'm sure you have stayed in relationships, why? Me? Yeah. Talking <laughs> to somebody else. Got- oh, I
1: know, I'm thinking of talking to our viewers. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why have you stayed? I I stayed because I wasn't really prepared to leave. I didn't want to leave. It's either we had a, there was a part of the relationship that I really enjoyed, whether it was the recreational part or, um, yeah, there was just something, there was one or two things or a few things. I'm not even going to like try to downplay it, but there was a few things that I enjoyed about the relationship and that that were outside of the core values. So let's just go with that. So none of them were, were, tr- were core values, but I, I, there were other things that I, uh, that I had.
0: Who would be an example of those things?
1: I would say just what, what I liked, like, the, the way that I like to socialize was a big one. So we didn't really how have this, how
0: huh? Like, how, like
1: how- going out, drinking, like those types of things. Oh, okay. So I would say that, you know, we would, you know, we we're looking for the next fight party and we doing, you know, those types of things and those things were fun and we had good times together and we laughed together and we everything was very light. And, you know, I used to look forward to those light moments because in my mind my life was so hectic that I always needed to unwind. So it was I was around people that believed the same thing. So it was like we had a hard day at work, let's go have a drink. We, you know, you have an argument with your boyfriend, let's go have a drink. Let's, you know what I mean? Like, it was always, we was always out and about. And that's what I thought I always needed. And that's what I wanted at the time, basically. That's how I was unwinding. So, but when it came down to what was going to keep the relationship together, we didn't have those things in place. So once we hit that that, that bump in the road, we didn't survive it because we didn't, I mean, we, we, the thing is we survived a couple along the way, but once we kind of hit that big speed bump, it was like, it, it, we didn't, there was nothing that we had in place to help us overcome that. So, I stayed because it was fun. I stayed because it was nice. I stayed like all those reasons that I listed earlier. Like I stayed because of all those reasons. I stayed, you know, I stayed in some relationships because I was scared I didn't want to be alone. And and I didn't want to start over. And you thinking that these, I have this problem with this person now and I meet somebody else, we're going to have a similar problem. So why not stay with the problem I have? You know what I mean? Like those are the things that you think about. Or, you know, I'm a parent and, and I'm no longer with my child's father. So yeah, that, being like thinking like damn like start like I have a child and not wanting to start over with somebody else like being scared being a coward and so because I knew that we didn't really like you, we we tell people to have the conversation and I knew that even with that conversation <laughs> we were still gonna have to make a decision anyway so it, it it's just avoiding it just avoiding it altogether because you kind of want, you're, 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 it's like you're walking on thin ice. you're on borrowed time. And you know it, but you, I was just too much of a coward to want to deal with it. Because again, I had all these other things going on and that was like something that I just wanted to keep as stable as possible. So that's why I did it. Have you ever been in a situation like that too?
0: Of course. Like, I mean, I've stayed. I mean, we all, like, there's no way you go through life without staying in a situation as you probably should have known you should have left a lot earlier. But I guess mine would be the opposite. Believing that the person can keep maintaining that standard, having stronger faith in the person than they had in themselves and constantly allowing it, allowing them to give me, you know, answers that made sense and sound good in the moment. But really, I seen that they couldn't live up to it. And when they was trying to live up to it, they wasn't living up to it the same way I lived up to it. Like I wake up motivated to live to that standard and motivated to make them happy and motivated to be friends with them and show up and make sure we do things together and looking for different opportunities versus, you know, they wake up looking for how I'm going to honor this standard that I said I was going to honor, how I'm going to be a part of this promise that I said I was going to, you know, honor, how I'm going to, you know, like they're looking at how to maintain it. I'm looking at it, the fa- looking at the fact that I said I was going to maintain it because I truly wanted to maintain it. So I've been in relationships where, you know, and and we all know me, I'm like cutting them off and then they come back and they're like, oh, you know, I can do better, I, I understand. So it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm just going with the flow. Yeah, I'm having the discussion. Like what you just said, you was avoiding it. I was meeting it head on, having it. And then having to make that decision because they're not really showing it. And then them coming back saying that they would do better and me like, you know, understanding that, there is a there is a a time and there is a place and there's times that, you know, people will do have to learn how to maintain that relationship as a whole. So I, I put in the work because I know that at that point I was dating somebody who might have been a student and less 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 than my equal and more of a student and I was trying to build them up so we can teach a class together. We can go through life together, you know what I mean? And we can be on the same page whether it's a romantic partner or a friend. And then you get to a point where you're like, okay, you know, if you want it, you, you're going to show it with or without me. So, you know, I just hope that you do it in your next relationships, but I have to move on because I can't continuously put myself in a situation where I'm not with the equal and I'm going to be blamed for actually forcing you to be a part of a idea or a part of a faith or a part of a relationship that you feel I invented versus we invented together. You know what I mean? Because when we start out, we talk about all the things we should be doing together. Mm-hmm. Well, of course I've been in that relationship, I've been in that understanding where people ask me questions and I'm like, yeah, why am I staying? Like, and, and I have a clear understanding of the type of human being I'm staying with. You know, cause you sit back and you're like, oh, you know, this person, this person is better than 20 other people that yeah. I could be chilling with or I could be rocking with. You know what I mean? So what you're thinking is, this goes back to what you were saying, the fear of of like you might not run into anybody because you're all, you are so on point or you also, you know, you are so detailed and you are. So you're like, okay, I I got the best of the best, but they're just not at my level. So maybe I need to dial it back a little bit and see if they're going to flourish. And then when you dial it back, you realize they're not putting as much into relationship as you were anyway. So you find different techniques and different things, which I agree that you have to do in a relationship and you should do. So I think I went about it the right way, but I did stay longer than I had probably, a little bit longer than I should have, because I knew it was over a lot longer. I mean, a lot earlier than I allowed myself to believe. So of course I've been in those situations where it's 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 one of those, you know, we're trying to stay for the sake of it. But I mean, how how you would have you watched friends go through it? Like, how have you been able to sustain friendships when you're watching them? focus on somebody that they feel that you feel doesn't deserve their time.
1: I mean, yeah, that's always a hard one to to be a part of, but you know, yeah, it's it's I've been there too where where friends have been dealing with guys that they probably shouldn't be dealing with and you know, you it's like it's just having a conversation with them about being honest about why they truly are there and even if they are holding on to the relationship being honest about holding on to the relationship saying that i'm not prepared to leave so i've helped a couple of friends come to that realization at times um it's not always easy to see anybody that you care about be with someone that is not on their level on their speed like uh, you know the person that they should be with or you know that you that they can probably be better suited with someone else Mm -hmm. but until a person realizes that on their own it's really not it's really not, it's not really, there's really not much that you could do but give them, I would say, advice or tell them how, what your thoughts are on it and help them through it. And it help them come to the conclusion that, I wouldn't say help them come to the conclusion that you believe in because you should, if you guys are friends and you know, you guys should believe in the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it should be, you know, you should. Help them kind of figure out where they are with the relationship so they can make a decision that actually make sense, or own the fact that they are holding on and be honest and and encourage them to be honest with who they with and let them know that they're holding on because I think that that's also important as well to like i I think when you when you are honest with the people that you are around and that you're with, it does open up another door right so if I'm with a guy and I'm like hey like I, I'm with you because I'm afraid to leave you. And you're like, just that fear is anything that's holding you back, then maybe we shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Like it should it, it starts a bigger discussion. I think everyone should know where you stand and what you think about the relationship. So that's what I have encouraged my friends to do, um to get them through being with somebody that they're not quite sure why they're with them.
0: Yeah, for me. I found it I found, you know, it it a little a little bit more stressful. And you just explained because, you know, I found I found myself believing if I'm truly your friend, why would I just allow you to just go through it by yourself and go through it and come to the realization like you realize that you're just not, you're just not being courageous enough to really, really execute, making sense out of it and moving forward. And nine times out of 10, I'm the one that get X out of, out of the situation and they maintain that person. You see what I'm saying? So ultimately, when you look at it, you're really fighting, like you're really fighting for y'all Really, you're fighting for your relationship and their relationship because anybody that's in a relationship with you wouldn't allow that to happen with somebody else. Like they yeah. truly wouldn't allow that to happen with somebody else. So the fact that you have to stop being the great friend that you are to truly allow them to go through this process and pain pain based on that situation is already glaring that y'all now on the same page. So not only when you're trying to assist them with their situation, the fact that they're resistant to it really showed how much that, how much you and them aren't on the same page. So half the time it forced me to make a decision or it forced them to make a decision about our relationship based on the fact that they were unwilling to walk away from a friend that's not treating them right or walk away from a spouse that's not yeah,
1: treating that ha- Yeah, that happened.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I find happens most of the time because everything everything's inter- interconnected. So if you don't value your healthy relationships and you allow your unhealthy relationships to drag down your healthy relationships, then I think that does show who you are as a human being because I know my healthy relationships, I'm fighting for them too for now. So anybody that comes in and, like, they try to disrupt my healthy relationships, they're not the people for me, you know what I mean? And soon as my healthy relationships is challenging me about somebody that's not healthy for me, my main thing is if it's a healthy relationship, that's challenging me. I need to really examine what's going on. I don't have to come to a realization. I just need to trust that I'm not in the healthiest place at that particular time and they are in the healthiest place or from the outside looking in and evaluate, truly value their opinion because they are my healthy relationships. So that's what I found. I had to let go of relationships most of the time because they was unwilling to actually hold on to our partnership and our strength because what you do with your spouse and what you do with your other friends does affect your healthy friendships does affect your healthy partners because if you come home every day complain about a friend that you won't let go and I'm your partner it's going to cause friction within our relationship and I'm gonna start looking at you whether it's conscious or unconscious in a whole different light well you're right
1: right. about that and that 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 was had my been my approach in the past um where again like I said it wasn't it's kind of things work separate and it's, it's, I give advice and it's like, well, you need to figure this out or they, they, they need to, they, they want to figure it out and they come to some type of conclusion at some point. Um, but yeah, there has been, there has been situations where you're, you, like you said, you're right. If they are not in the healthiest relationships with somebody else, that does affect, it, it has affected my relationship with them. And, or just being just a, a bystander And witnessing certain things, and you're like, if you're not gonna step up for yourself, if you're not, if I care about you more than you care about you, then how is this really gonna work? So, I've been in both situations as well, where it's painful to watch, you know, someone that's not advocating for themselves or setting standards in, in, in their lives so that they can be in the best possible relationships, or for somebody who doesn't really have. An idea of what their self self worth is like that's really difficult to 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 witness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's times when you, you there's times that I had to say to a friend like, I'm obviously I I I obviously care about you more than you care about yourself,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I don't want to just be a bystander and seeing you self destruct basically. You know what I mean? You put yourself in all these weird situations and you keep putting yourself in weird situations and. Where it like it? it, it your self esteem takes a hit, your self worth takes a hit, and then you're no longer the person that I even knew. Definitely. So, people would think that that would be really cold. Um, and, and it's, it's not,
0: reasons to be with that person and less reasons to be with me.
1: Yeah, but it's not easy. Crazy. Those decisions are never easy, right? <laughs> like it's you when you make a decision not to be to to give somebody an ultimatum basically mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's not easy to make those decisions because you know it not go either way and you know you're doing it for the greater good and you know you're doing it for the health of the person but it doesn't always come across that way and people think that you have a heart of steel but sometimes it is necessary because every relationship you are you're right every relationship that you are in reflects every other relationship if i have argued my dad and i come home and, and, and now I'm upset. Every, I, should everyone get it? You know what I mean? Because I'm upset with my dad and he's stressing me out. Like- well,
0: if You have a toxic relationship with your dad and you come home every day. Yeah. Every you talk to him, you come home. Every time you talk to him, you come home. It does affect your relationship. It does affect how a person views you. It does affect, like, because at some point it's like, when are you going to create that distance? He's your father, he's your, you know, like not in, not in reality, but you know, in the example, he's your father and he's causing havoc in your life and he's not a benefit to your life, but yet you keep on sustaining it because he's your father. And I think, you know, you can still be supportive and help him and show up when he needs medical situation, you know, like show up when he needs you.
1: But create that space.
0: Yeah, you don't have to keep having the dialogue and keep putting yourself in a position where you're hurting the, the healthy relationships you have. You know what I'm saying? So overall, I think the biggest thing is we want everybody who's listening and our viewers, to really truly start reflecting and look. Like, are you searching for reasons to stay? Are you searching for reasons to be in these relationships? Because we're showing you right now, we have. And we had to learn truly through trial and error, you know, like everybody else, but there's certain people that get it quicker than others. And we want y'all to be people who start reflecting and y'all getting it so y'all can start on your journey. Because you know, love is a group journey, but who you're on the journey with will decide whether you love them. So. Yeah, in
1: life and life being short should it be a reason to stay in an in, a, in, in an unhealthy relationship. So, yeah, so you should really put in all the effort and the time, and have the discussions and be aware, be mindful. I mean, I know that we have a certain demographic that follows us, but you know, if you have a certain age, like those are the things that you really should be thinking about. Like, none of your relationships should be mindless. I mean, we're teaching our. Our 12, or 12, she's not even 12, sorry, 15 year old, that she shouldn't have mindless relationships. And it starts from young, right? And, and, and you can say she's young, she should be able to have friends with, with whomever, but we're teaching her now to think about why she's friends with certain people, why she gravitates to certain people, and she's 15. So, you know, you should really know why you are around the people you're around. And it shouldn't be, um, and, and you should know why you're around overall the core values do you have any um whether they're superficial or not just own it but you should know it yeah. and then that's going to help you make certain decisions and
0: really filter through the people in your life and it may, may actually make you redefine who you actually are
1: yeah and yeah because that because that, then you just that will help you be truly honest with yourself
0: Exactly. so you know it's another accountable love podcast where the love snobs you know, we just wanted everybody to have a clear understanding of what it means to find reasons to stay, where the reasons should be obvious. Why yeah. So my name is Aziz. I'm Jerry. And it's accountable love. Peace. <laughs>